0: Difficult,
1: difficult, 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 difficult difficult, women. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. (laughs) Good. I'm Katie. I'm Marie. And this is the Difficult Women Podcast. That's right, folks. Normally, we are doing it together in New York City, but no, not this time. Not Not for a while. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It's funny
2: when I said I'm Katie, I felt like it was like I like you wouldn't know. I feel like I was saying
1: it to you. (laughs) Who who is this person I'm looking at through a Zoom meeting? (laughs) Exactly. Oh, Um, thanks for tuning in, folks. We're still at it. Still bringing you the podcast. I'm in Nashville. Katie's in New York City. How are you?
2: I'm good. I've actually had a pretty good week. Um, I'm not going to lie. I had this one weird thing happen, though. I was, I was, I was kind of shunned from a socialist Zoom meeting. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) what! (laughs) I was like invited to this democratic socialist meeting on Zoom, and I asked too many of the wrong questions, and they got mad at me. And the whole group invited. It was like the moderator. Because it was like they had this separate (laughs) section for questions and answers. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. But like, how are you going to deal with this? And they just like did not like that.
1: (laughs) What did you ask? I'm so curious.
2: Well, so very quickly, like basically what I one of the big things I learned is that the way that they define working class. This is like the big part of this whole thing is that you're working class if you are employed by somebody else and you're capitalist class if you employ other people. That's it. That's their definition. So they used, as an example, uh, if you're a farmer and let's say you graduated high school or maybe you didn't even graduate high school, but you inherited a family farm uh, and you're running that farm and you have to have employees for that farm. And let's say you make $30,000 a year Mm -hmm. only or $25,000 a year from that farm. You're not working class. You're capitalist class. So I was like, okay, okay. But then the question sort of begs the question like, okay, so then and then they were talking about how um, they've been making moves to try to make it so that we can pass some sort of a bill so that everybody can get paid sick leave, which should be great. I think everyone deserves paid sick leave, not Mm 100 percent. But then I was like, that sounds great. But what happens to these like, for example, this like family farm how do they afford paid sick leave if they're only making thirty thousand dollars a year and their first response was very curt with me and they're like well you shouldn't run a business if you can't afford all these things and i was like okay fair enough i mean to some degree like that's true i was like but then if you pass this bill and then this family farm can't afford it all of a sudden right Mm -hmm. they close down and then who who's the who's farming it's monsanto It's like Walmart. It's like, you know what I mean? So I was like, so I don't understand, like, what are you going to do to support the smaller businesses? And that goes for any small business, Mm -hmm. because I think that, like, yes, we should have, you know, um, everybody should get paid a high, high minimum wage. Everybody should, like, get paid sick leave. Everybody should get all the things that we all deserve. But if you make it impossible for, like, regular people to start a business, then the only people that run businesses are rich people. And mm-hmm. so then you are trapped working for other people for the rest. Even if you're paying, you know, I guess they're sort of like, well, if you get paid well, then who cares? I'm like, because some people don't want to work for other people. That's mm-hmm. why. And that's like where capitalism is so great. If it's done well, right, mm-hmm. where people have more of an opportunity to try. And if you're not a good business person, you burn and, you know, <laughs> crash and burn. And that's just how, cap you know, capitalism works. But in this kind of sense, I was like, I don't understand. Like, But like in Sweden, people own businesses, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. do only rich people own businesses? No, I I think working class. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) it was interesting, and they got really like they kind of stopped answering my questions. And I was, I think they thought I was trolling. I was like, I'm not trolling. I just don't understand. How many people were on the call? I mean, a couple hundred, I think, from like all (laughs) over the planet. I I mean, I was like, it was like in the type. It wasn't like in the chat part. It wasn't like me on Zoom being like, hi, I have a question. (laughs) But it was still, they were mad. (laughs) And then I talked to my friend <laughs> later who had invited me and I was like, sorry. I was like, but like, I just have questions. And he was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. They were like, weird to you." I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know what to do. Wow. Yeah. So anyway,
1: you guys, <laughs> make sure you ask your questions before you join a group. Because <laughs> you want to know that, that
2: you're, you agree with what
1: they're doing. Well, here's my question. Is that part of your self-care routine, joining on? Democratic just socialist tro- trolling trolling yeah. democratic trolling. socialist, yes <laughs> That's definitely my that's my self-care is that how you're taking care of yourself during quarantine Ru- just riling people up mm-hmm. You do you yeah, <laughs> I bake bread and you do that. So, you know best of, both of everybody's world. got their thing and that's that was a beautiful segue I think so <laughs> to our topic today. That's right folks. We are talking self-care during quarantine cause you got to care about yourself. And you know, real quick, one of the best ways to take care of yourself is by um, taking care of yourself,
2: right? So listen up to this. (laughs) Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your
1: bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code Horio at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HOREO.
2: W-H-O-R-E-O. HOREO at adamandeve.com.
1: So how do you like to self-care? Well, yesterday I watched Obama's commencement speech mm-hmm. that really made me feel good and it and I, I felt like inspiring instead of thinking of, hey, I'm the class of 2020. I'm graduating. I just viewed it as okay, Obama's given me a pep talk and I mean it really hit home harder than I think anything could have <laughs> at this point for the 2020 kids like they're gonna have to grow up faster during this time and I kind of felt like he was talking to me too as I'm living with my parents <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> time to grow up Marie <laughs> yeah get move out of the house <laughs> move out of the house get get your life together but um yeah that was really an nice. interesting
2: thing yeah, yeah. I, I heard it was very inspiring and I'm glad to hear that and that is an int- I mean I think that the kids yeah kids these days are gonna have a different experience than we did certainly going into college and stuff like I don't even know
1: Jeez, I know so we'll have what we'll, we'll have to take it day by day but the best part of a speech was like, you know, learning that the adults don't know what they're doing, <laughs> learning that some I mean, leaders really don't have the answers love or it. aren't yes, even true. asking the right questions. It's like, <laughs> oh, see? Burn. back to questions. It's important <laughs> to ask the right questions, right? That's right. Take care of yourselves. Ask questions. <laughs> yeah. So what um, do you do in, for self-care?
2: Well, I have been lately I've been trying to exercise more and eat healthy and stuff like that. And that's been actually really helping me out a lot because I had, you know, we have our good days and we have our bad days. <laughs> and personally, uh, things have been going a little better now that I'm trying to like take better physical care of myself. So that's like a one, a big health self-care thing.
1: That's good. Um, I feel like I owe you an apology for last week because last week I was like, how are you? And you're like, I've been really sad. And I was like, I just had that best weekend <laughs> it's like when i was editing it i was like You're wow i'm like, oh, <laughs> such a bitch so <laughs> sorry about that whatever and this <laughs> one it is like in, in one ear out the other my best friend sat <laughs> well i just had a great mother's day uh so sorry about that yeah no it's fine
2: it is you know we're all living our doing doing our doom <laughs> Yeah. Um. Another funny self-care thing that I saw pop up on because we've been we, I was looking stuff up and seeing what other people were doing and something that popped up kind of as a joke thing. But I realized I've been doing this for myself like a lot lately is talking to myself like I'm a puppy or like a small child. So like when I do so like if especially if I'm having a bad day. If I even get anything like a small thing accomplished, I'm like, good job. That was really good, Katie. Good for you. Good girl. Like, good, good girl. And I'm just like, yeah, is that weird? I don't know if that's normal, but it makes me feel better. So I do it. I don't want anyone else to do it for me. Yeah. Good girl. You went out for a walk? You want to go for a walk? Let's go for a walk. Let's come to walk. Okay. I, yeah, I like that. It's. Un- it was weird. I didn't really think about it. And then someone made a joke about, like, I'm talking to myself like a like a small dog. I'm like, yes, I am, too. <laughs> oh,
1: a nice pat on the back. Gold it's, stars. I, I pat myself a lot. I'm like, good baby. Good baby. <laughs> oh, well, it's true. You have to keep, you know, any accomplishment right now deserves a good job. <laughs> yes. Yes. You, because- you brushed your teeth. Good. Oh, my goodness.
2: Good for you, girl. You're killing tr- it. Look at you brushing your teeth. <laughs> Doing a great job. That's definitely where my mind is at that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i've been trying to floss more because it's like what else can you do in quarantine oh my god my floss game is on fleek really <laughs> like killing it
2: i have like a i have a i have a bullet journal so i like have things that i try like a habit tracker where i try to like do certain things every day and i don't always get to everything but flossing yes every day boom 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 wow. boom boom I have so much extra time to floss right oh now. oh my so. goodness yeah, I flossed it.
1: four times this quarantine kind of a lot though good for you thank you That's good for you. Thank you you got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> well what else did you find uh there's so many lists so many websites so many places that you can go to literally google self care in quarantine and some are take it or leave it type of uh, advice what were the things that were take it or leave it for you <laughs> well here's the thing that i struggle with and you know this but i don't know if our listeners I really have a hard time meditating. I have a hard time doing yoga. I have a hard time quieting this chitter chatter in my brain. And number one thing to do, I think, during self-quarantine, and I keep hearing it over and over and over again, is, le- is meditating.
2: Yeah. Really? I, know I, was- <laughs> I said it to you the other day. I was like, you know what's been helping me? All of a sudden I've been meditating. And you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, all right. She's not feeling
1: that. <laughs> but no, but it every – helping? Every place – so every every place that I've, you know, Googled, they say meditate. But then, you know, I'm still back at it with my happiness class. And one of our re- rewirements, you know, homework that were assignments is that she wants us to meditate 10 minutes a day. Yeah. And just the benefits of meditation are just through the roof. It calms your heart. It calms your mind. It it sets out good intentions. You can, I don't know. It's just if it's you can been- practice it more and more. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the truth about it. It is hard and it's kind of supposed to be hard. And I think
2: that people, like, unfortunately, I'm afraid people talk about meditating in a way it's like, it's so relaxing. And oh my God, it's just like, I love to be meditating. And the truth is, it's no, it's not. It's really stressful because, like, you have to keep focusing your mind and it can be a lot of work when you start, right? And it's uncomfortable because, like, you get, you have to face a lot of like feelings and you're like, oh God, this is awful. And I have to sit here for 10 more minutes. And so it is, I think that what, what, should be more talked about is that meditation is challenging and that's Mm. why also like building your way up to 10 minutes because 10 minutes is long it feels long you know but if you can do two minutes and then you do five and like you know there are apps for that or you can just try to do it yourself there's also like guided meditations i think sometimes are more helpful but it's the like but i will say that there is something to be said for like muscling through it you think like "Well, what What did that help did I really help anything and it all the all the studies point to yes even on the days you have a quote unquote bad day meditating it's still supposed to have like long term effects hmm. so I'd say just
1: torture yourself well, i have got to do it it's part of my homework this week yeah you got to do it i love it you'll well, see how the, you feel the science of well-being class actually has a guided meditation on soundcloud so i'm going to start with that that's um, great because i'm good with it. like the people talking it's just when i'm alone by myself in a room with my thoughts for that's yeah. hard. it's really really hard it is. And I think that like that is hard for
2: everybody. And I think mm-hmm. again, people don't talk about it enough, but I think it is hard. And it's supposed to be hard because like our minds are like monkey minds. You know? People <laughs> monkey minds are like go, I gotta go do this. I gotta got this. i wanna to and like you're supposed to be able to go, Hey, wait a minute, I'm more than just my monkey mind. What else is like is there a deeper stillness in me and all that stuff? One thing that's been happening to me with my because I've been doing guided meditations. I've been doing both, but the guided are e- a little easier. Um, I've been having these crazy memories just pop up out of nowhere. Not bad memories, but not like good – just mem- just random things I had totally forgotten about. Like all the animals we had in my science class. <laughs> we had all these animals. I forgot about them. <laughs> were like guinea pigs and like – and we used to be able to play with them every day. I just forgot. <laughs> On At recess, we were allowed to go into the science room and play with the lizards and stuff. What? I don't friends. know how they trusted us with those animals. I wonder how often they, like, would lose them because they just, like, pull them out of their cage and they let you do it. But I'd to- I totally forgotten about that. So maybe you'll
1: have some fun memories that come back. Oh, God. I don't memories I've me shoved down that I've never mm-hmm. wanted to revisit. Probably that, too. Probably that, too. But that's well, so where do you, to happen. What app would you recommend to people?
2: Oh, n- or- you don't want to listen to the meditations I listen to. They're real weird. Oh, <laughs> i'm not gonna make recommendations i find like the real like d- like dark dark web meditations that are like wait this uh, there's this one guy i've been listening to who's like they'll they make me laugh because the way he talks on them he's like
0: now can you envision the space between your ears and you're like
2: okay um Joe Dispenza. His name's Joe Dispenza, if you want to know what I'm looking at, but (laughs) I'm not necessarily recommending those for people starting out meditating. They're also really long. They're like 30 minutes.
1: Oh, God. Oh, no. You do a (laughs) 30-minute meditation every day? I have been the last couple weeks. Wow.
2: And I do one in the morning and one at night, so I do an hour. Good job, (laughs) Katie. I mean, I could ju- look, at <laughs> look at you listening at you. to your meditation thing. Oh, you listen to that weird guy. Keep listening to that weird guy talk to you. Good. Relax. Hey, Good relaxing. Whatever works for you. <laughs> you know, I love it. I love That's great. I love YouTube. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's like a lot about me and my inner workings.
1: Oh, I love it. I love that you're remembering that you used to play with guinea pigs in your science class. <laughs> oh, my God. How cool. <laughs> what an important memory. <laughs> Come back to me. Well, one thing that I found that was so interesting, I hadn't even thought about this. You know, there's so many lists of, you know, things to do uh, to keep take care of yourself. And one was uh, to explore your family tree. And oh, really start. <laughs> no,
0: <Okay>. no
1: <laughs> I'm no, just No, actually. <laughs> but I mean, it, specifically, it was talking about who was your family in 1918 during the Spanish flu and where were they and how did they survive oh, or did they survive or you know, well, they must
2: have survived, or you wouldn't be alive. Randy. That's
1: right. Hello. No, <laughs>
2: but that makes my <laughs> hmm. That's a good question, actually, because my family's um on both sides of my family. Randomly, there's like at least one person that got really into the family tree stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of information. So I don't even have to dig very
1: far. Well, I wonder where so, they were. Were they in New York? You think in 1918?
2: No, my um, my <laughs> grandmother was born in 19, like, what year did the Titanic sink? It was the same year. 12, 1914, 1912. 1912. Mm-hmm. So she would have been a kid in the Spanish
1: flu oh, wow. in uh-huh. South Dakota.
2: Oh, in South Dakota. Yeah. Huh. So they may have been spared some of that. I don't know. or no, right. Maybe not.
1: I don't know. Hmm. On a farm. Well, I isolated. quickly asked my mother when I was like, oh, I'm recording in 10 minutes. Tell me what you know about... <laughs> (laughs) The family tree. Spanish flu. She
2: was
1: like, you know, and it was really funny because then she had to fire up the old Dell computer, which then took seven minutes. I was like, we have three minutes. That's why I was late. Oh my God, that's amazing. uh, My grandmother, well, my grandmother was born in 1919. So then her... So she missed it. Or, right. Or not really. They're right at the tail end of that, Right. So she was born kind of towards the tail end. But my mom did then go into this story that I never knew, is that um, my grandfather, Charles James Douglas, uh, he was a... Um, I was like, well, where, where was he? What was he doing? And she said, actually, that my family moved around uh, because he was a gold miner and he was always looking for his the gold, the next place oh, he could man. find gold. Um, and that my grandmother – no, my great-grandmother – I think this, uh, that's what I'm saying uh, correctly. My great-grandmother was a um, debutante and an er- a huge heiress. And oh. they offered her a racehorse not to marry him, not to marry Charles James Douglas. What but did she did it anyway.
2: They must have been in love for real.
1: Yeah. So she gave up her inheritance until she did um, inherit it in 1933. That's in the family tree of when her her parents passed and she got her inheritance. And they took the money and they moved to Atlantic City and lived it up. And gambled it all away. <laughs> and gambled it all away. Something like that. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that about that is my family. That's really crazy. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, That's kind I, of, I mean and I'm the so first romantic. like Southerner really in our family because... They were all like, you know, living in New York and New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And then my mom and well, one no, of my grandfather moved my mom down to Florida when she was 12. But then my dad didn't come down there till after college. And that's where they met in Florida and then moved to Nashville. So huh. the fun little family tree. But then center. she printed off all this stuff. So I have all this stuff to go through after we get off. <laughs> So you have mean, a lot of work to do. Yeah, I have a lot of homework. But I mean, <laughs> it what a fun it. thing to do during quarantine—a little self-care is just understanding your family tree and where you came from, and you know where they were. Nineteen eighteen. I of, love it. Kind of fun. Totally. I'm like, um, where's my racehorse? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, where's that racehorse? <laughs> where's that
2: racehorse? Racehorse. Um. Um. Yeah. There's definitely, and I think that like there's some more obvious. That's a nice one. I like that one. There's also some some more obvious ones like. Taking a bath and like trying to take some time for yourself, especially if like you're in a situation right now, which I'm not in. But like if you have children and you're trying to like be a mom and a teacher and go to work full time right now in this time, like you may need to make an effort to take a little bit of time for yourself right now. So Mm -hmm. that's obviously a thing sometimes even just like putting on lotion. After your bath and taking the time, you know what I mean. Like just taking a minute to like touch touch yourself. I don't
1: know. That's well, where I, I have, have a like, rash developing on my elbow, which I was like, I don't think I've been moisturizing enough. I haven't been self caring enough.
2: Y- yes, Cause you, cause you gotta self really care a little weird... bit more. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Totally. What I mean. Some other things. Masturbating. Totally down with that. That's a mm-hmm. really important one right now. Or if you have a partner with you that you can have some sex if you feel like it if you want to or if you want to masturbate that's also fine you can do whatever you need to do (laughs) um but i found this list of like options self-care options that are a little offbeat (laughs) some of them are like some of them were very offbeat uh one was (laughs) this is like stuff i guess that people actually do and i don't know if some of these count as self-care really (laughs) but one of them was squeezing ice cubes He was saying like, this is like way intense, but he was like, instead of self-harming, you can squeeze an ice cube as hard as you can and it creates a painful sensation, but not the lasting effects. And I'm like, we're not talking about self-care anymore. We're talking about mental like help. So, but if you feel like you need to squeeze an ice cube, that's an option for you. You can go for it. Uh, What was another one? another self self-care this list is like terrible because these are not real self-care things that, which brings me to another point in a minute but one another self-care thing for someone was learning how to code Ooh yes but is that really like a thing that everyone should be like i, I mean th- sure i've been trying to, to learn a little
1: i think that does that, that feel so like cool?
2: self-care or does that feel like just a thing you can like start to learn how to do see this is where i feel like there self-care is like a concept that's right. been flying around. It's, there is like a limit to like what is self-care and what is a job.
1: <laughs> like I'm going to build like, a shed. Is that part of your uh Yeah, I'm going to squeeze or... an ice cube. <laughs> like what is like, – I don't understand. I think it, whatever makes you happy at the moment in time is part of self-care. So if squeezing an ice cube or learning how to code or, you know, ha- making a garden –
2: so that brings me to another article that I found. Which oh, was a Lord Lou. It was called, well, there's a couple things that popped up. This one particular article on Vice, which, you know, take it or leave it, um, is called The Dark Truths Behind Our Obsession with Self-Care.
1: Ooh. And
2: so here's the balance, right? Because I'm very, like, pro taking care of yourself and pro, like, doing what you need to do to make sure that you are mentally like in a good place and taking care of yourself in your body. But they did bring up a good point, which is like the ice cube thing. He was saying that like this obsession with self care brings up two points. One is that, um, our society is failing people in the health, in the mental health department. Mm-hmm. We don't have good uh, support for people, especially young people who need more support with mental health. And their band-aid for it is, quote unquote, self-care. So now there's all these products and things coming out to try to make you feel like if you're mentally strained, you're, you know, just use this moisturizer or just you know, like pay for this massot back massager or pay, you know. And so that that uh, that on the one hand, there is something that is that health that self-care is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And then I found this other article on thelist.com dot com that talks about like what are like good self-care things and what are self-care thing like examples of good self-care and examples of self-care that's not really self-care. And I thought one a good example was you know hanging out with your friends right going out like on a hanging out with your friends good self-care like under a certain circumstances uh bad self-care would be going out every single night because you feel like it at the expense of Mm -hmm. other things that are important in your life Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like people have like gotten to a point where we're able to say like well if it feels good then it counts uh good self-care is like you know making time for yourself Bad self-care is like ignoring your obligations to other people and hurting other people in the process. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count as self-care if you're hurting other people. So it's sort of like, sorry, I got, I got took this to like a dark place. But um, I just thought that it was like worth noting things like that. Right? Hmm. Do you have questions or thoughts?
1: Well, my thought on, I've been struggling with just responding to messages lately, text messages, emails. Oh my God, I haven't written an email in a week. Um, and I was starting to really feel bad about miss, not even like the fear, having FOMO or or whatever, but it's it was more of I was feeling bad that all of a sudden I didn't want to engage with other people because I should be, because you know right. I have I have not been engaging with anybody, so I should be wanting to reach out and text and call and, but I think I was just over saturated with that the first month of like all the zoom calls texting you know sending I joined Marco Polo we were sending funny videos back and forth to several of my friends and then now I'm just in that complete opposite stage of that I just want to turn every social thing off and just like read a book or go for a hike just kind of be alone in this and not feel it but like I don't know, but not responding to text messages, that could be kind of hurtful, I think, to some people. Well, so that's
2: the balance, right? But like, I think that first of all, I want to say that what you're feeling with that, I think is probably really common. I think that like, and I feel like I've been there too, and I have my days and stuff too. It's like, certainly... I think even that trajectory is like really common where at the beginning we were zooming a lot and we were like, oh, really? Cause we're so like, Oh no, we can't see people, but mm-hmm. it gets to be overwhelming. So I guess in this particular list of things, a good example versus a bad example would be good example of self-care is setting healthy boundaries with needy mm-hmm. friends or family or whatever. So if you're feeling like, hey, I need to set a new boundary for how I'm like, um, how quickly I'm responding to texts or how quickly I'm, you know, I just need to maybe and maybe your boundary is different now than it was in the real world because like mm-hmm. we're in a chaotic time. So that's like one way to look at it, that it's like healthy, right, to do that. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the dark side of that coin just to make sure you don't go too far the other direction. Right. When they say a bad uh, example of self-care is um, retreating from positive relationships and uh, isolating yourself. Oh, no. So I think, but it's okay. I think it's just like those things are so close, right? Mm-hmm. That That's such a close thing, like a boundary versus like isolation, you know, that you just have to find that balance. And you have to just be honest with yourself mm-hmm. about how far have I gone, Without feeling like you know, but if you don't feel pressure to like send that email today, like maybe that's okay for today. You know what I mean? And that like, because forcing yourself to do it isn't the right answer either. So maybe instead you could meditate, and then you can
1: find the answer inside of yourself in that way. Oh, it's but just I been like so overwhelming. Just totally. The, the you know, our new normal of how to communicate with your friends and, and family. Think, it's like, yeah, it's just been really overwhelming.
2: So. And I think that the truth is for a lot of people, too, is like it is maybe people even that have never had struggles with like mental health stuff before. This is pushing on people in a way that mm-hmm. they maybe have never experienced before, because this is like a very this is a traumatic experience that everyone's going through. It's not this is not nothing, you know. Um, well, so it's okay. it's OK. You know what I mean? Like you're having to f- sort of recalibrate a little bit and like it might take a minute to figure out. You know, right. But the self-care is like giving yourself, I would say, the self-care is actually giving yourself the mental space to try to figure out where am I landing on this? Am I landing in a healthy place or am I landing in an unhealthy place? Mm -hmm. And then having to make moves from there.
1: Well, I thought it was very interesting. I had gone to a social distance birthday party this past Friday and it was so fun. They, They set up a sheet. Uh, and projected oh, E.T. Yeah. E. in the backyard. And everyone – there was about seven people, and everyone kept six over six feet away, brought their own chairs, brought their own booze and stuff. But at the end of the night, we were kind of talking, and things got a little political. But then um, we were talking about self-care. And there was actually one of the girls there as a therapist, and we kind of all started asking her questions. And I was, like, leaning in to try to get some, like, free therapy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But she was saying that um, – that a lot of therapists right now, this is totally like, this is not something that you can train in school for, you you know, and she was just saying, obviously, I don't even know this person. Uh, She's a friend of a friend. But she was just saying that, you know, there's only so much you can say like to pick up a new instrument or have you worked (laughs) on your gratitude journal or have you walked today or exercised in some way I mean there's only so much you can say to that to help your patients but some of her people she was saying that they really need help and and but I think therapists nowadays too are struggling with how to help people because this is just so not normal totally and
2: I know that like in my own personal experience with therapy like sometimes when my anxiety would flare up, it would be around things like the environment and like Mm -hmm. global warming. And I'd be like, I'm so freaked out that like we're all gonna like die in global warming. And she would have to be like, yeah, it's possible. (laughs) Like, cause she can't say, don't worry. You know, she says like, you know, my all you can do is like manage your anxiety and like try to figure out like, maybe if it feels better for you to take action, do that. If it feels better for you to just like, not read the news so much, then you do that. Mm-hmm. So it's those are kind of like healthy boundaries too in terms of like self-care that I think are really important. But that was another thing that that's I think it was the Vice article that was talking about it. It was like saying that like this idea that like you can take a bath and then, f- and then everything's fixed is not real. <laughs> like, right. you know, those things are important in terms of like giving your... It, I think they all kind of point back to how do we make more space for ourselves so we can... Tap back in in a deeper way. It's not about putting a band aid on, like I'm going to journal, but like talk about light. Thi- like if you're gonna journal, journal. You know what I mean? Like get it mm-hmm. out and be real. If you're gonna scream into a pillow. Scream into a pillow, girl. Like do it. But it's not like a quick fix. But I think that that's fine. That's a good thing to know, right? So it's good to know that if you buy that muscle relaxer I don't know what it would be so that's not self-care that's like drug addiction But like if you if you buy this thing or whatever it is it's not the weighted blanket it like it may not solve all your problems but it could bring you one step closer to um figuring out what your problems are so that you can start working on them you know mm-hmm. or soothing self-soothing sometimes like talking to myself like a small dog is soothing you know right and like it's not hurting anybody and it's fine and i think it's not i think i'm okay doing i don't know is that am i <laughs> should i be worried
1: i don't know no you're doing great <laughs> yeah it's, everything is good for you good for you good job have yeah. you been keeping up with your therapist like, are you doing no, telemed or she, how does that work? Tele, I, I've therapy? actually been weirdly in a, um,
2: on my worst couple of weeks, I've thought about reaching out to her. We, I had reached out to her at one point in the beginning just to sort of touch base, but she hasn't really been reaching out to me. And I think that what you're saying about that, uh, therapist saying like, we don't really know what to do. <laughs> I think she, I am getting a sense that she's like a little overwhelmed. And if I don't, I feel like if I'm doing okay right now, I know that I have her. I know mm-hmm. that she's available to me. Um, so I think that like if you're feeling like you need that right now, please like reach out to people. Find if you're if it's new to you, like find mm-hmm. people to reach out to. There's a lot of uh, services available right now for this kind of weird time that we're all going through. So I definitely <laughs> encourage people to don't do as I say, don't do as I do kind of thing <laughs> at the moment. But um, but I've been feeling like okay enough that I'm not like um. I had like a couple weeks from where anxiety was really bad. And I was like, okay, maybe now I'll reach out to her. But Mm -hmm. but I know she's available. Uh, I just I do kind of I have a sense that she may be overwhelmed
1: with people. So I'm well, it must be reassuring to to know that you can call her if you need a hundred
2: percent, a hundred percent. And I think that that part of that is half the battle, right? Just Mm -hmm. feeling like you have some resource and a lot of people don't feel like they have a resource right now. So that's can be daunting to people to kind of start that up. Mm-hmm. There's like that even I think really we've talked about this before, but I think there's even some sort of a a place right now where you can text like a therapist. Mm-hmm. And so if that's a good step for people, like if you, if you need if you feel like you need that, you know, maybe maybe people don't feel like they need that right now. It sort of depends. Everybody's going to have their own needs. That was another thing that the articles was saying, too, is just that like everybody's self-care is going to be different. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't feel pressured like if you if a bath doesn't relax you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't have to be part of your self care routine. Mm-hmm. If flossing is your jam, floss away, girl. <laughs> Just keep flossing. That's well, another thing
1: that I read that it's really important to make sure that your immune system is at a hundred percent right now because, you know, that's a bigger conversation that we could be having as Americans is that why is this pandemic hitting us the hardest because of our health system and and you know our unhealthy habits, but really just taking care of yourself and making sure that you're getting your vegetables. I was reading, you know, why not start drinking green juice? I'm like, please don't tell me to do that right now. But but I did do that that for, I did do that, you know, several years ago, I was having a lot of smoothies and protein shakes and working out a lot and, and just the amount of energy that being healthy can provide you. And, and you know, I've, I've been starting to think a little bit of not doing whole 30 again, because that's like crazy to do right now, but just being w- way more aware of what I'm putting into my body and making sure that I am getting enough vegetables and fruit and stuff rather than just like more sourdough bread with butter and honey on it. You totally. just have to have a balance. I, right now, I have just haven't had much of a balance.
2: Totally. And I think that's also really relatable. I went through that, too, at the beginning, where, like, especially as we're, like, cooking so much. And I don't know about you, but I was feeling so many cravings for restaurant food and stuff. So I was, I made my rack of ribs and I did all the things like that. And I think that there's still room to do some of that for sure, because that's also so- self-soothing. And mm-hmm. food is, like, definitely mm-hmm. a tonic in that way. And we maybe lean on it too much in our society, but you don't need to like vacillate too far the other way because like one of the things I've been doing this week that has been really helpful is we have our ladies, our little workout ladies that we like from Town it, it Up. Up. Karina and Katrina from Southern California. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I love that program. But I like jumped back into the program and it's been really nice to like see their faces and like do my workout every day and it's not like super long workout and they have a meal plan and I I, I downloaded their newest one and I was like flipping through and I'm like nope, nope, nope. I don't <laughs> like that. Nope. Nope, I don't want to eat that. Nope, I don't want to eat that. So I was like, I'm modifying. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want that grain bowl. I don't want that chia pudding. Get that fuck out of my face with that chia pudding. Oh, God, but, I know. And then I, the other day I was telling you I had a avocado toast for lunch. And I put some bacon on it because I'm like, you know what? <laughs> YOLO. Protein. So, Got to
1: have that protein. Got to
2: have the protein and all that fat. It's good.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny you said YOLO because I'm actually trying to practice JOMO. The Joy of Missing Out. Oh. Yeah, I found, I found that. Interesting. Tell me more about this. Well, it's just, you know, being happy within the con- conf- confines of what your reality is right now. I just read it on a self-help thing, you know. Love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah. Just being okay with it. And also, like, just, you know, I've been keeping, like, a a journal of what I miss the most Um, and then that's when we're out of this, that's really what I should be focusing my energy on because that is truly what I've been missing. Obviously performing is like (laughs) one of the top things. So when we come out of this, it's like ready to, uh, get back on stage. Um, but then what else? A gratitude journal is, is, you know, I joke about like, oh, that's so silly and obvious, but it's really been helpful at night to journal just, uh, five things that I'm grateful for that day something that has happened, or, you know, a family or a friend who reached out, just being aware and mindful of that there are things to still celebrate. Totally. And I think also, we live in a world,
2: especially in the United States, where, and I've I talked about this probably too much, but we, we put so much emphasis on like, material objects, and we put a lot of emphasis on um, success in a kind of like material way. And that when you're kind of stripped of all those things, you really do get, like you're saying, like you get to really see like, well, what's actually important to me? Mm-hmm. Is it that, you know, whatever, that paycheck? Or is it this? Or is it, you know, performing? Or is it, you know? Mm-hmm. So i was been watching that show Crash Landing on You... <laughs> So good. I love it so much. Uh, it's really long. There's like so many episodes and each episode's like an hour and a half, but it's amazing. Oh. So I haven't gotten through it yet, but I love it. But one of the things that like has sort of come up is like the South Korea, which is basically America versus North Korea and like their way of life. Clearly, North Koreans have a lot of problems with their political, like with their government and like they are very restricted in a lot of ways. And like a lot of them are starving to death in real life, you know, and it sort of led me on some videos of like. Talk people talking to South Co- or North Koreans that have like defected, and like what their experience has been in um, South Korea. And one of the things that this one person was talking about was they were. They were saying how, like, everyone's starving in North Korea, and it's awful, <laughs> and it's terrible, and, like, that's why you leave, right? And they, like, murder people in front of your eyes to try to keep you under control. So it's like, oh, my God, how horrifying. And so the guy said, you know, do you think people are happier in South Korea? Like, are are you happier in South Korea? And she was, like, thought about it for a minute, and she goes, no. She's like, people are happier in North Korea, mm-hmm. for sure. She's like, what I didn't expect about coming to, like, the South is that um the the pressure – to be successful the pressure to keep up with the Joneses the pressure to like be a certain way is overwhelming she said, I, I moved here I really wanted to go to school and get a degree so I went to school I was really excited to be a part of it and then almost immediately the pressure to succeed mm-hmm. and do well and get good grades overwhelmed me and then I um I tried to commit suicide she's mm-hmm. like I never thought about committing suicide in North Korea <laughs> She's like, but that but the kind of pressures that we've put on ourselves in a modern world, um, are, she's like, no, don't get me wrong. People aren't happy in the sense that they they need food to eat and they need to like take care, you know, like they need to be taken care of by their government. So she's like, of course, like I'm not saying people are better off in North Korea, but she's saying that when you don't have a lot. You realize what's really important which is your family and the people around she said the people she's like aside from the government the citizens of north korea are some of the loveliest most loving caring wonderful people in the world she's like because they that's all they have is each mm-hmm. other And I was like, damn, like we need to learn from that kind of shit. I
1: remember when Margo, my sister, went to India. She was like they went to some of the parts of India that were by far the most poorest communities of people that she's ever seen. But she said by far they were were the happiest people she's ever seen. And that kind of goes to my science of well-being class. This week we've been learning about how. Material objects obviously do not bring you happiness, but experiences. So travel. And even when you purchase a trip, you have that to look forward to. and the weeks leading up to that experience, you're happy thinking about it. And then when it's over, it's it almost vanishes in the sense that it's not a a bad experience that that caused trauma or whatever. but like it was an experience that, that you were able to you know celebrate and then share your story with other people but it's not something that's like weighing on you or like a material thing that like you have to keep paying or you know you're excited to have a house but then you have a mortgage it's just something that you experience and then it vanishes and that all you have left is to share the experience verbally with your friends and family, and just how much joy can come out of that. So I was like, oh, great. So experiences, travel, that provides happiness. Awesome. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, can <laughs> That's. <laughs> it's just, it's but, really funny taking that class right now, because I think the, it's not meant to be taken during a global pandemic, but... Right. You know, but... <laughs> Think about, like, how do you translate that
2: to where we are right now? And part of that is, like, having nice experiences with your family or, like, right. having, you know, or even if it's just, like, that's why I think that that gratitude journal is so important right now is that it's so easy to focus on how things are terrible right now. Mm-hmm. But we c- it's all you forget that you, there's you have your health. You mm-hmm. have your, mm-hmm. you know, and if you don't have your health, you have your family. And if you don't have your family, you have, like, what do you have? Everybody's got something to be grateful for. Um, and I think the more we focus on those things, the more good things come and the more pe- at peace you are. Because that's the other thing is it's not always about chasing happiness, right? Sometimes it's just about being at peace mm-hmm. with where you're at. I think that that's sometimes the ch- chasing happiness is another pressure.
1: Right. Well, that's one thing I really enjoyed about Obama's speech is that kind of the reflection on your values and w- what you want for the future. And it's like now's the time to start planning and just really knowing what, what it is that you do want. but going back to your personal values and then being able to map it out from that I mean no time like the present then to reflect on what exactly you want and I think writing it down we're we're huge advocates for you know setting your intentions and you know in a journal that's a really great way to do that absolutely and I think also like um
2: that oh I lost my train of thought <laughs> <laughs> <Lost it>. um, <laughs> <meant> <laughs> Something real profound just like, oh, slipped right out of my ear. <laughs> so, it's you know so
1: funny. Jomo. Oh. Jomo,
2: I love it. I love it. No, I think that that's, and you know, I'm glad that we kind of circled into this area as opposed to talking about like, why do I keep, I want to say bath salts, but everything feels like a <laughs> reference to like drugs. I don't know where my brain is at. But, like, I mean, like actual baths or whatever, yeah. or, you know, like, I think or you know whatever massages it's like those things are great I'm not saying that they're not but what is the real what is the real inside internal stuff that we can work on oh I know what I was gonna say just that kind of going back to the protesters it's like what are you there's something there about like being really uncomfortable with yourself or Mm -hmm. being uncomfortable with things that you know this is a great time. And then and wanting all these material things and like feeling like those are the things that are going to bring you happiness. It's like they're missing an opportunity to really do something cool, or get something really cool out of this. So I, I feel bad for them. And then they're mm-hmm. also putting themselves and their family at risk. They don't seem to I was driving
1: around this morning and there's Kid Rock. Uh, he has a club downtown Nashville and he has put up billboards everywhere saying that they're open now. I mean, downtown Nashville,
2: you know, if y'all are thinking about I just want to warn everybody to not to be like a doomsday, but just be aware that just because everyone's saying that things are reopening doesn't mean that we're really ready for it. So, you know, if you want to go and do a thing, okay, but be careful because this the virus don't care, (laughs) you know, it don't care. (laughs) They don't
1: care. (laughs) No, the virus don't care.
2: So take care. That's more that's self-care, too. Right. Protecting your family and yourself. Mm -hmm. Keeping
1: healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, this was a nice little thing, a little present to our listeners. I I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Meditate. (laughs) Meditate. Drink green juice. Just kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't eat. Don't do yoga.
2: (laughs) That's ours. (laughs) Do yoga at your own expense. I don't know. Well,
1: Well, that's why I pulled my back out like the very beginning of quarantine. I was doing all these live workouts. I was so excited and I was doing yoga. And then I pulled my back out, which I've no. never done before. Um, so you got to be careful doing all that stuff, too. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, please email us. We'd love to hear from you. What are you doing for self-care in quarantine? You can email us at DifficultWomenPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. What's been working for you? What's not working for you? <laughs> love to hear that. Stuff yeah. Too. And if you haven't, please write a review for us on iTunes. It really, really helps, and absolutely. Why not Tell help some friends. whores? <laughs>
2: yeah, help the whores out. And if you want to uh, join up our Patreon, we're doing another special uh, podcast on that every Friday, which is kind of fun. Additional podcast time. Okay. okay. All right.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.